This episode of the Chase Report is sponsored by Climate Change. Climate change is all a negative press and no one talks about the good that can come from it. Like, are you a hay fever sufferer? Well, luckily for you, climate change is working hard to get rid of spring altogether, which will mean no more snuffly nose for you. Thanks, climate change! Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Wednesday the 29th of September 2021. Hello, Charles Firth and Gabby Bolt. Hey, dumb knight. What's going on? Clarity. Clarity is here at last. We finally have roadmaps, not just in New South Wales, but in Victoria and the ACT as well, for how we're going to reopen and exit the hell we've been living in. Greener pastures lie ahead. It's all very clear. I've got the roadmap right here. I can answer any questions you may have about our glorious free future. That's great. So when are we going to be able to go down to Melbourne and see our friends in Melbourne? That's not yet clear. That depends on complex interstate border negotiations. But within New South Wales, mm. I can tell you that you can go to regional areas probably from the 25th of October, unless it's the 18th of October, but it could also be later in October or perhaps November, depending on the vaccination rate and also the spread of the virus on each given day that hasn't been announced yet. What about if I want to, like, when can we come back into the office? Well, that entirely depends on whether or not you're <laughs> able to work from home. And um, if you're not vaccinated, uh, you are required to work from home unless you can't work from home. If you are vaccinated, you are able to return to the office um, when you can, but you've got to wear a mask until the 1st of December. I think. Dom, Dom. Dom, yes. I thought you said this was all providing clarity. Yeah, I've got the. They did a very comprehensive plan, which is basically mm. just a Microsoft Word document in PDF form that I've got here. Mm. That's about four pages long, and I'm not saying it's hard to understand, but there's a bit of detail. You'll be we'll be able to visit each other if we're all uh, doubly vaccinated, and it's after the fifteenth. Okay, and it's after so the eleventh of October. In which case, if you're unvaccinated, it's after the first of December. <laughs> oh, uh, if, just shut up! But hang on, but if it's I'm, the twenty fifth of care. October, we can have ten people over. Do you no. want to invite me over because I know all about the roadmap? <laughs> no, I, I should have seen the lack of clarity coming when they called it a map. To be honest, <laughs> I think that the roadmap is actually designed to put us into a sort of fetal position where we don't understand it so much that we don't want to go out anymore. That's and exactly therefore we'll it. all stay safe. See, I've already been in that position for three months, Charles. <laughs> the Conservatives in the New South Wales government want everything to be opened up and let it rip. Mm. Gladys and the people who actually follow advice don't want that. So instead they've released a plan for opening that is so complicated and confusing that mm. no one's going to leave the house ever. Yep. I think that's, um, I mean, that's genius. That's just, that's 5D chess. That's 6D chess. When will we, we be able to play a game of chess against each other, Dom? Is that in the roadmap? At what point vaccination am I allowed to board my house up and never leave? You can do that today. In fact, you should. Uh, I'll be doing that today. I won't be on the rest of the podcast, guys. I'll be too busy barricading my home. I think if you want to understand the complexity of the plan, all you need to know is that Gladys has refused to call it Freedom Day Mm. because there's no specific Freedom Day because there is no freedom. Mm. And yet we are theoretically free. And for that, I'm... Theoretically grateful. Coming up on the show today, we're talking to James Schleffel from Victoria because Victoria has once again got across, you know, beaten New South Wales, basically, and had more COVID cases yesterday than us. So um, They're in the lead. They've taken back their mantle. Congratulations, yes. Victoria. And apparently Brexit is a complete debacle. They can't even restock supermarkets. Who knew that cutting themselves off from the massive um, European Union would be a, an act of self-harm? If only someone had warned them. But first, let's head to Rebecca De Unamuno in the Chaser newsroom right after this. Uh, are you still here, Gabby? I thought you were boarding Oh, sorry. Up. Let me get back to... <laughs> even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The government that hounded a grandmother to death over a $200 robo-debt bill says it has no intention of paying France's $66 billion bill. A spokesperson said that debts didn't need to be honoured except when the person with the debt was poor and defenceless, in which case it needed to be paid immediately. Barnaby Joyce has claimed that climate scientists who predicted coral bleaching back in 1995 was just an extremely lucky guess. The leader of the National Party said that although scientists were correct about the ice caps, bushfires, permafrost, coral bleaching and sea rises, he's sure they were just five amazing coincidences. As the world prepares for the climate summit in Copenhagen, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison has said he understands the urgency of the task ahead and has announced a comprehensive plan for swift inaction. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. I'm the real Rebecca Dayunamuno and not some cheap knockoff you can buy on Alibaba for five bucks. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. So Charles, Craig and Gabby, yesterday was a momentous day in the history of this outbreak because New South Wales had 863 new COVID cases, but Victoria, for the very first time, had more, 867 cases. So to gloat slash mark the occasion we have with us, James Schleffel from The Shovel, our Melbourneian friend. Hello, James. Hello, Dom. Hello, everyone. How are you? We're great. Not not enough COVID around, but other than that, you know. Do you know what? I, I've actually stopped um, tracking COVID numbers. I've got a new measure now, uh, which is earthquakes. And can I just say <laughs> that we've had another donut day here in Victoria, zero earthquakes, and our seven-day moving average is down to 0.14. So I think there's, there's a lot to celebrate in Victoria. Congratulations. Thank you. You don't have earthquakes though, in New South Wales, do you? You're kind of gold standard when it comes to earthquakes. Well, we are gold standard in seismology. I guess um, in the 80s in Newcastle, that was the last one. It's a bit, bit passe. That shows the lack of generosity that Victoria has, right? Because as soon as we got the Delta virus, we're like, oh, let's share it with Victoria. But you guys get an earthquake and you just keep to your fucking selves. It's so selfish of you, James. That, that's how we operate here. We, we want to keep it to ourselves. And But look, we are trying to get the earthquake numbers down. Dan Andrews has said that. Once we hit 28 days straight of no, of, uh, no earthquakes, um, we can have a friend over. So that's a choice to look forward to. What's your moving seven days average on um, Nazi rallies? Um, I think that's over a 1,000 now. Um, that's, that's really gone through the roof. Look, a lot of people were asking the question, were they really construction workers that were, that were protesting or were they just actually outsiders. And and the union, I don't know if you saw this, but the union came out with a pretty convincing statement on this. Um, they said they definitely work construction workers because there's just no way that 2,000 tradies are all going to turn up at the scheduled time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you joined any of the protests, James? No, I haven't. Mm. I think that's probably something to steer clear of. I think... Um, well, you don't like freedom, hey? 
<laughs> don't like freedom. Don't like uh, super spreader events, Craig. Um, uh, and but I, it worked. I mean, you guys got the number one spot yesterday. So. But you know what? Like, it's it's not even how tradies would protest anyway. Like, if tradies were going to go to a protest, there'd be one person protesting and then six people just standing around in a circle looking on. Well, they, and they cancelled the lunchrooms. Wasn't that what the, the one of the tradie grievances was, that you couldn't have a sandwich with your mates? And isn't that the biggest escalation? Like, I think it was on the Monday... Their protest was they, they set up tables out in the street and they had a cup of tea. And then literally two days later, there were 2,000 people at a war memorial. So just out of interest, what is actually happening? Like, have they cracked down on them or do they just continue protesting? Like, what, what is actually happening? I think that there's little spot protests. We had one just around the corner from where I live and it was all shut down very, very quickly. I, I had to go to pick up my, my click and collect from Coles and, and that was, I was very inconvenienced by that. Yeah, I bet the roads look amazing now. Oh, they do. Um, yeah. Like as they go, protest, protest. Oh, there's a pothole. Just clean that one up. <laughs> protest, you know, roads must look awesome. They should do that here it's not good. the protest bit the, the road fixing but you know but, but our road sydney's roads absolutely saved them because our transport system and our roads are so shit mm. that it was in, like every time they tried to have a protest they only had to put police on three roads and they shut off the entire city because mm. it's like it's so shit it's so hard to get to the city but that is actually true because yeah. because the truckies had a protest here do you remember that they had a Protest, you know, not to tell the difference between <laughs> being in a traffic jam and a normal day in Sydney traffic. Yeah, yeah. It's, and James, this is a shock you, but no one could tell the difference during a uh, COVID lockdown and a normal day in Sydney traffic. Uh, <laughs> I'm confused though, James. I'm keen to get you to clarify is that I yes. honestly, quite sincerely, can't understand from my media consumption if people are upset with Dan Andrews or not because there's so many Murdoch articles saying that people are that I don't believe, that I've, I have I just can't believe anything that I read about Victoria anymore. I, I honestly don't know. I, there's definitely a lot of love for him, but there's there's definitely a lot of hate for him as well. But I, I don't know. I've got no idea. We've got an election next year. We'll find out. I think he'll win. But who knows? Who knows? It's just really good to cross to somebody in the place with some real knowledge. It's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> expert, expert opinion. So the, we've just been talking about earlier in the podcast, our roadmap uh, and the way out of here this week. Um what do things look like for you? Is this just is lockdown the new normal? Like you, you're now the most locked down city in the world. Is that just what Melbourne is now? I think so. Like we've we've got a roadmap, but it doesn't seem to be as clear as yours. Um, and we're we're a couple of weeks behind us. I, I think that the strategy here is to see how much New South Wales fucks it up. I think that's that's basically the strategy we're going with. So <laughs> we should know that in about two or three weeks, I guess. I yeah. think you actually knew it about uh, two months ago, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the answer is yeah, yeah. a fuck ton. The, the mystery of it is that you watched us how much we fucked up earlier, and but you still followed us. So. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, no, I don't know. It's a weird vibe. I, I just think everyone's is completely over it. Everyone's kind of not even sure what's happening and just kind of getting through it. I don't know. I th- I, hopefully in a, in, a, in a month or so, we'll, we'll start to open up and, and things will be better. Bit of an awkward question to close with. When do you think we're going to be welcome back in Melbourne? When can people from Sydney visit again? Well, I think now, now that we've, we've passed your case numbers, I, I think it's very very soon i think it's any matter of time isn't it mm, well i'm a removalist does that mean i can come in earlier <laughs> please, please do, haven't you been coming in anyway is, is, is this you do every day every no week? it's really annoying you, you you have to get tested and if you don't have delta virus they don't let you in planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of The Chase Report is sponsored by Climate Change. Soon, the Earth will get so hot it'll be like Bikram yoga all the time. You greenies love that shit, so why not support Climate Change today? Charles and Gabby, the strangest things happened over in the UK. Brexit's not going very well. Um, it's shocking, isn't it? Kelsey, yes. please. <laughs> what? So Alex has been taking a look at the disaster that's been ensuing over the past few weeks. Hey, Alex. Hey, hey. Yeah, it's terrifying. Terrifying stuff happening in England. State of chaos. 90% of petrol pumps are dry. Oh, God. There's no petrol. Wait, so wait a minute. Did they not realise that they imported petrol or something? <laughs> is, there, is, it, is this what's it, happened? It's it's not so much about the imports, but it is Brexit related because um, I mean before all their trucks were driven by Poles and Romanians and all my other cousins back in Eastern Europe, but now <laughs> they can't come anymore. They can't come and drive the trucks, and they've got a shortage of like ten thousand truck drivers. Wow! So they had all these people who who came in through the free movement, did all the crap jobs that pe- actual British people didn't want to do. And then they tell them all to go now, away. Now there's jobs that need to be done. So no one's driving petrol. Gosh, who, who warned them of this? I mean, this is why the, the US never seriously cracks down on immigration, right? Because their entire economy is sustained by cheap stuff from over the border. No, it's, it's, it's incredibly lucrative. But yeah, it's, it's, it's getting pretty terrifying at the moment. Um, I mean, it was kind of exacerbated by panic buying. Um, and now there are just like fights at every petrol station, which... Maybe was normal in England anyway. Cause I think they like to hit each <laughs> they other. They like in the head fighting, yeah. Like yeah. It's, that <laughs> but, and football are the sort of co-national sport. I think. But now there's a very serious reason for the fights. And and so what happens when your society runs out of petrol? Like, doesn't that also then mean? Tell you what, the, you the, meet your Kyoto targets. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Global but, warming not a problem anymore in England. <laughs> No, but if there's not enough truckers and there's not enough petrol, doesn't that mean they'll start running out of food? Like, isn't this a total catastrophe? It, it, it is pretty bad, but, you know, I I think it might be a golden opportunity for the Conservatives in the UK. I think think they're onto something really good here. Haven't they created this whole debacle by supporting Brexit? Exactly, but there's a really good reason for it, right? So, mm. I mean, against all odds, UK has been voting Conservative consistently. And I think people want to, you know, want to return to tradition They've got guys like Jacob Rees-Mogg floating around at the top of the Conservative Party, you know, mm. like noblemen, actual genuine aristocrats. And this is the perfect time to return to tradition in the UK because without any petrol in the country, mm. what will the UK need to get around? <gasps> horses. Horses. The horses, horses will be back. Horses. Oh, my God. <laughs> which means the landed gentry will be back in power and the United Kingdom will become a real kingdom again, you know? Fuck Yeah. Beheadings in the town square, everyone. It's, it's fucking sick. It's what they've been dreaming of this whole time. That's why the Queen's been hanging on, so she can say, at last, you vassals need me. Fuck off Parliament. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. This is sick. There's going to be little clip-clops through the main streets of London. It'll be beautiful. It'll and be really nice. And they'll create jobs because people need to fucking start shoveling the horse shit again. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah, and then so they'll have to get some immigrants back in to <laughs> shovel the horse shit. Because no, no one in England's going to want to do that. No, I reckon they'll have a whole new class of serfs. Yes, I think it, it's it's a, the problem solves itself. I think petrol was a curse for England, and now they're back to 
tradition and order. Pre-industrial society. At what point do the beheadings begin? Because I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing some of that on, on live TV. Well, I thought that's what they were trying to do at the petrol station with all the fighting. I thought it was just people trying to behead each other. Mind you, I think Harry and Megan might be first and second in line <laughs> for the beheadings, aren't they? They're fine. Do you have any idea how long it takes to get to England from Canada when you haven't got any petrol? They're going to have to get on a boat. They have to sail the seas. It's going to be like around the world in 80 days. It'd be so much harder for the Queen to orchestrate a boat crash. <laughs> oh, Titanic. Oh, yeah. Because I must say, I thought when I first read this news, I thought, well, I've li- I lived in England for a couple of years. There's, you don't want to go anywhere. Like the rest mm. of it outside London is incredibly boring. So I, I thought it was not really a problem. But And also, don't they enjoy walking? Like it, 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 That's the sense I always get. The English. Oh, I'll just go for a great British walk. <laughs> they can just do that. What show are you watching? Sherlock Holmes. Great British walk-off. <laughs> no, that's Brexit. Um, so, wait. So, okay, we bring back beheadings. We mm. bring back horses in, ter- in sense of cars and trucks. I, for one, accept this new tutorship. I'm fine with it. The only difference would be I get pretty corsets, horses dragging me around, but I keep my rights. That's the main thing. We don't want a handmaiden tail. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, hold on. No, 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 no. give me rights. part of feudalism don't you understand, Gabby? Once the horses come back, it goes men, horses, women. Oh, for fuck's sake. I guess we better fix the petrol problem. I mean, have you not seen the way Boris Johnson's been acting? He's he's been impregnating his underlings like a lot of the man for for decades. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. As COVID restrictions ease in your area, it is important to understand the updated rules that are in place. Your state government has created this simple explainer for the future roadmap towards the pathways beyond the horizon moving forward. Freedom Day is coming up sooner than you think. It has been brought forward to the Monday after the Wednesday before the day when Mercury moves into retrograde. Check with your local Wiccan for more details. You are now free to go on a walk up to 11 kilometres from your home, but no closer than 10 kilometres to your house. And only due north, and only using your right foot, unless otherwise advised. Kebab shops will now be permitted to stay open until 6am, but they will not be permitted to serve kebabs. Bars and clubs will also be open again, but drinking, standing, dancing, drinking, chatting, flirting and drinking will be strictly prohibited. Eating chips must be done with a face mask on and only in groups of less than 100. Schools will now be open to students, however online learning is to continue being utilised in classrooms. Teachers will not be permitted on campus. Places of worship will now be open statewide. But only to conduct rituals involving child sex offences. Theatres and cinemas are open again to all double-jabbed citizens. But they'll only be playing movies starring James Corden. All picnics are banned again because they suck. And finally, us Aussies love the beach. And now they are fully open to everyone who lives in rural Australia. Hope that clears things up. This episode of The Chase Report is sponsored by Climate Change. Are you stuck at home in lockdown right now? 
Wouldn't a climate apocalypse be way more entertaining? I mean, it'd give you so much stuff to do. Now, before we go, I was going to talk about my bloody kitchen sink and my tap. Riveting. In the so relatable. Riveting. But but I got paid out by Gabby and Dom for wanting to talk about my kitchen tap. They claimed that it was too boring. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about my kitchen tap, which I might add has not worked for the last few days. And Where like, is the humanity? But I want to talk instead about the beach towels that are on sale now at the shot dot store. And I want to tell you about how terrible an entrepreneur I am. Right. Oh, I do love these things. Because so, the great thing is Charles is, yeah. assumes that it's a sort of form of anti-promotion. Whereas in fact, after hearing the stories, nobody wants to buy them. Go on, have at it. So I ordered, so we've got the sister site called The Shot, right? And they're all anti-Rupert Murdoch. And yes. so we thought, wouldn't it be funny to put on sale some beach towels in the lead up to Christmas that mm. just say, fuck Murdoch. Yeah. And I, print, I printed a thousand of them, right? Just <laughs> quite a lot. not wrong at all. Yep. And yeah. I shipped them over from China and they arrived a couple of days ago. Put them on sale yesterday afternoon and they all sold out this morning. Really? Like literally um, within... 18 hours. This of is meant going to, on sorry, this is meant to be a tale of your terrible entrepreneurship. Hang on, I think there's a punchline. <laughs> no, no, but the point is, the point is, well, first of all, I I didn't expect I thought like, you know, maybe we'd get 150 orders, which is why I only air freighted 150 over from China. The rest oh. are due by sea. It's gonna be two months before anyone <laughs> receives their beach towel. But second of all, why didn't I order like ten thousand or a hundred thousand? I'm an idiot. Like they all sold out within five seconds. You see Seriously, sold a thousand of these beach towels. I sold a thousand of the beach towels in eighteen hours. Like I am, I'm Who basically Jeff Bezos, this but is... shit at, at doing everything. I don't think that's right. I think what's happened is that the Murdochs have gotten wind uh, of your towels and they've yes. put them all up. So right, that no one so can I tell. Should, I should probably print a million and then I'd be rich. It's jujitsu. Yeah, and you can use all the money to pay for the defamation lawsuit. It'll be great. <laughs> this is what they call a humble brag, isn't? Isn't it, Gabby? Oh, my idea was too successful and it caused lot logistical inconvenience. Oh, oh, too many people ordered the thing that I wanted them to buy. I shouldn't have rubbished I shouldn't have rubbished the tap story. Our gear is from Rode Microphones. Uh, we're part of the ACAST Creative Network. And please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. And today, your talking point for the review should be. Beach towels. Yeah, talk about the beach towels. Yeah. yeah. Actually, air your grievances if you're not getting yours for two months. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.